You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And tonight... What's going on, Queens? And welcome back to another episode of the Queendom Podcast. This week, I'm joined by the one, the only, Jen Caldwell. Now, if you guys have been keeping up to date with uh, things happening on Instagram, you will have seen Tea Time Thursdays take off uh, with me and Jen. Uh, This week, we just spoke about uh, the return to work with uh, the drive-ins coming back. And... uh, Tea time stemmed from this episode right here. We had such a joy. We spoke for so long. Um, you'll hear us chat about maybe doing two parts. I've decided to put it all in one, so just ignore that right at the end. Um, but stick this one out. This is this is a fun episode, and um, I'm really glad I got this opportunity to chat with Jen and uh, build this relationship with her, and I am really excited to share it with you guys. Make sure you're checking out all our social medias, at OzQueendom and the Queendom cast. But other than that, guys, it is time to get down. I'm the queen of the castle. Get down, you dirty rascal. Get down. Hey, queens, and welcome back to the Queendom podcast. I am joined this week by swinging sensation out from tour, Jen Caldwell. Hello, Jen. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I am absolutely fabulous. I am so excited to have you here. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. That is a good start that we're both excited. I love it bodes good for this episode so so Jen we start off with some quick fire questions every time we start a new episode here so what is your spirit animal oh my gosh um I think it's something cat like cat like (laughs) yeah I wouldn't say like like a house cat but something something cat cat cat-esque something feline-esque because I like to lie down a lot and I I don't know I don't know why it's just what came into my head all right sorry that's great I love that (laughs) (laughs) you know you know what I'm saying all right if you had if you had to have an otter or a giraffe as a pet which one would you choose oh my god I love both of those things so much right they are amazing animals and I can't choose between them. So good luck. <laughs> oh, God, I'm stressed. Um, the otters are, like, really cute and they hold hands and they sleep. and But they're also a bit vicious. But giraffes are, like, just, like, big docile things. Oh, what would you get more use out of? 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> an otter. An otter. An otter. otter. We've got a otter. Are you a believer mm-hmm. in horoscopes? Um, to a degree. I always like reading mine and thinking, like, after the day is done, I read mine yeah. from that day and I'm like, oh, look, that was right. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. On track. <laughs> I like that. I like to think that there's something in it, but also I, I kind of think that's, it's a, it's a huge general umbrella and yeah. you think how can billions of people fit under this umbrella it's yeah. you know just 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 because they were born on a certain day but also there are days where I'm like oh my god I'm such a Leo <laughs> OMG you know oh wow here we go um... <laughs> this is gonna be a long podcast this is this is gonna be great if you guys haven't told already it, it's gonna be full of laughs and jokes <laughs> get ready <laughs> I'm a ridiculous person. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you need any proof of that, just go scroll through Jen's Instagram because I did that before we started recording and man, it made me so damn happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. Uh, that's all I want. Before we get stuck in, Jen, what is your favourite musical outside of Six? It changes all the time. All um, right, top three. Oh my God. Uh, singing in the Rain. Ooh, old school, yes. Yeah, it's like the best. Um, Dear Evan Hansen, because at the moment I'm obsessed with it. Right. Um, and Matilda, because I really want to be in it. Matilda. I want to be Miss Honey so bad. Oh, Miss Honey is a vibe. I absolutely. I just that movie. I just would... want to be her. I still haven't seen it, but I just <gasps> want to see it because I loved it. I absolutely but, loved it. I mean, yeah. I've auditioned for it a few times and never got it. Tim Minchin uh, was at opening night of six in Australia, so I got to have a chat to him. Was, stop it! He was, like, walking around, and me and my friend were like, it's Tim. And I was like, no, nah, this is it. I was like, Tim, can can I get a photo? So I've got a photo with Tim Minchin, so be jealous. Oh, holy <laughs> moly. I'm so jealous. I love him. And I he, love all his, like, stand-up songs. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't. He is just – he's a human. If you don't know who Tim Minchin is, please – jump onto google after this episode also, don't pause yeah now. why why would you not know who yes, tim Minchin is exactly and he's also cracking he was in jesus christ superstar right? as well ridiculous Ama- amazing human being yeah musical theater we've touched on it already is the reason we're yeah. here jen because without musical theater we are just random human beings flailing around um, i agree what was your introduction to live production and theatre. How did you get into the arts? Well, I've always loved it. Always, always. And my grandma actually was um, a singer. So when, when during the war, she sang with a big band and was on the radio all the time. And yeah, so she always sung. And my mum also always sang. She she used to be like one of the old school like club singers in the 80s. Yeah. So she would always sing. And my grandma loved all these musicals. So I used to watch um, like all the old school musicals with her, which is why I love Singing in the Rain so much, because that was my all time favorite. But I'm we used sure to watch, that was like... the first movie musical that I saw as well. It's just really such, such a good oh. vibe. And it really is. It's so feel good. And can we just the, talk about the tap though? The tap scene? Oh, just. All of it. The, um, 
Moses Supposes is one of my oh. favorite things in the world. And, and this I is thought, the new podcast. I really it's just it. Jen and I breaking down singing. Alone. If you haven't watched, oh it, my god, I love it. Want to <laughs> it was the uh, a, a guy I know called Ali Crosswell. He um, recreated the video not so long ago. I think I've retweeted it. So have a look on my Twitter. It's scroll back for a while, but it's there somewhere. Um, and they recreated it and it's insane. And I, it just fills me with so much joy. And you don't get that now. Like no musicals have that kind of production value and yeah. no musicals really use tap anymore. And I feel like they should, because oh. I love it. Man, I was so excited I when tap. I was sitting front row for Mean Girls and they walked out at one point and I saw taps on the bottom of their shoes. And I was like, here Stop. we go. And it is Damien. He does a tap scene. and No, he does not. Yeah, full male ensemble, like, tap with, like, oh, man, I, as soon as I saw taps, I heard him walk out on stage, and I was like, that was a tap shoe, and I looked, and he moved his shoe, and I sent the tap. Oh, I was so. I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. I think, I've not, I don't, I've not even listened to Mean Girls. I feel like I need to do that. It's I probably should. Yeah, okay. Okay, you've sold it. It's got there tap. Go. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll have a look. Sign okay. me up. Where's my contract? I mean, <laughs> fine, I'll do it. Stop asking me. Go on. Um, so you get into arts through the old school and your parents. Um, yeah, for sure. H- how do you get into performing? What was your introduction into being on stage? Um, so I, after watching us, so I, we digressed, didn't we? Sorry. We did. Uh, so that's after, okay. That's um, what we're here for. Watching. <laughs> great watching all of these films and falling in love with them I was about three or four and I said to my mom I want to I want to do that I want to dance I want to do so my mom was like really do you not just want to get like a proper job I was like no so I went to dance lessons from when I was four and I just that was it that was all I ever wanted to do so everything that I ever did any hobby, anything outside of school was to aid me doing this career. So then I went to drama school in 2010. Uh, and I'm old, uh, but it was just for a year. So I graduated in 2011. And then I auditioned, 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 auditioned. And I finally got my first professional job, which hey, hey. was amazing. And I've been doing, I've been doing it for eight years now. Yeah, love that. I I just I've got your Instagram up on my phone right now, and your bio. Oh my god! So on point. <laughs> for anyone that hasn't read Jen's bio, it says we'll pretend to be other people for money. Alternate Correct. Howard on the <laughs> musical UK tour, prac- practicing the lowest form of wit since 1989. <laughs> that is like that's me. Bio. <laughs> bio. <laughs> I think it also describes me so well. You know. I feel I feel it's taken me a good few years to perfect that, but uh, I feel like it really sums me up as a human. I'm incredibly sarcastic, and uh, it doesn't normally come across it in on my social media or in. I don't know. Any kind of Have you seen some inter- of the photos you posted? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Uh, but I think is- it's so important to not take yourself too seriously, right. you know. And I'm an actor. I will pretend to be other people at, for money. I will do that. Yeah, exactly. my job. We'll, I love t- it. we'll touch on the whole um, be who you are and love yourself thing later. Um, Great. We are here because of an amazing show called Six. Um, if you're getting to this point in this podcast and haven't heard of Six, why? Yeah, good luck. Um, because it's probably <laughs> going to make no sense. So go back and listen to the last 
100 episodes. There's not 100 <laughs> episodes, but listen to everything leading up to this point <laughs> and you'll be pretty well caught up to date. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'll give you what you need to know. So how did you first find out about the show? What was your first do you experience. know what this is actually quite interesting well I think it's interesting <laughs> it might not be uh but I used to work front of house when I'm out of work I will work front of house or box office at the arts theater and, and if, if anyone know, doesn't know what the arts is that's where six is on the west end <laughs> that is where six is on the west end but I worked there long before six used to to be there so um it used to be before now it was a receiving house so it would get anything that was kind of coming through um anything that wanted to do like small runs like it had a wonderful play there called beautiful thing um the, the company mischief do you know company mischief yes who do you like the play that goes wrong all that stuff yeah. they did um a little run over christmas there a few years ago called mischief movie night which was like an improvisation thing and it was different every day and it was absolutely wonderful and i loved that so much so yeah i, I worked there then but when mischief movie night was on that was when the OG six uh, with first y- installment. Yeah, with my gorgeous friend Christina Modesto, which is amazing. Who we, you we have heard together. on this podcast before, if you has she been on? That just proves Jen hasn't listened to the podcast. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the worst person in the world. She is the best, right? And we've yeah. worked together before. Um, we worked together in 2015. Um, so she came and I was really excited. So I watched like OG Six when I was working in front oh. of the house. So that's that was the first introduction I had to Six. And I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, I love this. Everyone's really nice and whatever. And then I went away and worked and then came back. And then back comes Six. And I was like, holy moly, this, this thing has exploded <laughs> since it was here for like four, four weeks. It did like four consecutive Mondays. That was the Monday so just, night. Just did a Monday yeah. night because that was the dark day. But um, so we, I'd come in and be like, oh God, we've got to come in on my on the dark day. I want the day off. And then I watched it and was like, oh, this is great actually. So yes, yeah, but then, uh, <laughs> yeah, dark Mondays. So then I, so I was there for the original and then it came back and then I left to do um, American Idiot. So I wasn't there. And then, during when I was doing American Idiot, I I got an audition through, and I was like, "This is this is so like cyclical." And now I'm gonna be back, and yeah, it was great, and it was that, great that I got to go to the arts as well because that's like my second home, really. And so we'll touch on that there. in a second. As yeah. Well. Um. So, yeah. what was your first reaction to seeing the show? What What was that? Experience. I think the well the first time that I watched it I only watched half of it because if you were if anyone knows about working front of house yeah. you do it in like sit-ins so I watched half of it and I was like that's fun isn't it what I enjoyed half? that the, the, the poppy the first half? half yeah so I you got, the, you got, half, you got yeah. the good good vibes and missed all that I got the good they got the happy there. vibes I left at heart of stone and was like oh that was nice and then I left and uh and I don't, I don't think I ever saw the second half, actually, uh, in those four Mondays. I don't think I ever saw it. I think I was always on the first half for some reason. I don't know why. But, um, or I was on the bar. Probably didn't watch it at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I thought, this is really fun and upbeat. And it's something that 
I haven't seen before. And it's also something that's all women, which I was like, this is great. Because there's a lot of stuff out there that has been written recently that is very um, male centric. And a lot of the, a lot of old musicals, especially are, are, are yeah. very male centered. And it's, it's nice to have this kind of rise of women yeah. doing like it being about the women and the women not just being superfluous to the story, you know? And not even just on stage, but creating the show as well. Um, exactly. And the like, band and backstage. And, yeah. you know, we have men working with us. We do. And they're all wonderful. And on the tour, we have um, we have three and, and they're, they're fabulous, fabulous human beings. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing to be predominantly women. It's great. So walking into that audition room, Mm. having pretty much a full table of panelists that are women having a yeah. room full of women auditioning what was that like for you incredible just incredible it was really really lovely as well actually because um my good friend franny who is one of the associate directors she we worked together at the arts theater so we already knew each other <laughs> which probably helped me get the job um a little bit but she, it was really lovely to see her because she's got the most encouraging, lovely, smiley face, which was great. And then to be in a room full of women, often I think in auditions that I've done in the past, if you're in a room full of women, you have this automatic stiffening and you're like, oh my God, it's, this is competition. These are my competition. And it, it instantly didn't feel like that with six. Yeah. And I think that the audition panel and the creative team try really hard to make it a fun and supportive environment because that you end up, you know, you get the best out of people yeah. if they're 100%. happy and relaxed and enjoying themselves and don't feel like the pressure, you yeah. know? So get through the audition. Um, who mm-hmm. did you audition for? I was auditioning for, Alter- well, I think in my brain, I was like, I'm here to be an alternate. Like that's, that's what I'm here for. And because I think the audition process that I did, I was in with Harriet and um, Zara from town and Hannah. Um, you know, I, I remember, I remember those girls clear as day in my brain. And, uh, but we were all kind of together and we were auditioning for alternates in London, alternates on the tour, and uh, the Norwegian breakaway. So I was like, I don't know if they're going to put me on a ship. They might do. I was like, but in my brain, I was like, I don't feel like I'm here for that. I feel like I'm here to be an alternate in London or on the tour. But yeah. And you ended up taking both off. So I did. Yay for Jack. So do you remember the moment you got the call? saying yes you're a queen yes walk us through it so I was on tour and I was in Cheltenham so I was staying this is how well she remembers this oh my god (laughs) I literally remember this so well and I was um the last the previous two days have been two workshop days so I'd got up at five o'clock in the morning traveled from Cheltenham to London, done a whole day, then gone back and done a show in the evening. I'd done that two days in a row. So I was like exhausted, but my body clock reset. So I woke up stupidly early on the Friday 
it was a Friday I remember that um and I was like sitting downstairs in this little cottage in Cheltenham that's really beautiful and um I got a phone call from my agent and I looked at it and I was like surely not surely not it's the next day it was like 10 30 and I answered my phone and my my agent is I love him so much. He's like the campus most wonderful <laughs> man I know. And he was like, hello, darling. I was like, hi, Rose. Are you okay? He was like, he said, yeah, how are you doing? You're tired? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely shattered, to be honest. And he was like, all right, well, um, I'm just ringing to let you know that you're going to be a queen, baby. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been the best call ever. I'm like getting so I'm excited sorry. just listening to you talk that back. I was like, man, that would be the best way to get a call. That's wonderful. I, was, I, I know. And I literally went, are you kidding? He went, no, they love you. They don't know where they're going to put you yet, but you've got a job. I was like, right, okay, good. So they wanted to cast me. They just didn't know where to put me, but they were like, she definitely has a job. I was like, sick. Sweet. Cool. Okay. Security. Fine. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I, I was working with Shaka and uh, we did American Idiot together. We've spoken and about I- American Idiot before, <laughs> so everyone's well aware of that. Yes. I was resident director on that, which was, and um, <laughs> it was a, a lot. Um, but, I thought, do you know what? I'm, I already knew that Shaka was was doing six. Like she found out way before I did because she was in a different audition process. So I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to tell her. I'm not going to tell her until I see her. So I got into work that day. And um, I literally sat there and I was doing my makeup. And I told my friend Laura and she got me some flowers. So I had some little flowers on my desk. And she walked in and we were just kind of having a conversation. And Laura kept like looking at her going, <laughs> uh, looking like come on come on you're gonna say anything and Shaka was like why are you being weird and she, then she looked at me and she went oh my god oh my god and she burst into tears and she cried for about 10 minutes and she was like I'm so happy for you That's she said so I can't cool. wait yeah <laughs> that is wonderful all right so you're officially a queen we've got yes. the crown um first day of rehearsals yes I run, I run through this point with everybody because everybody has a different experience on that first table. Mm. what was that first table read like for you you know we the alternates the tour alternates uh we started a week earlier than hey, hey. the than the tour queens Make so myself sneaky. harriet and cassie had an extra week so we went in with uh hannah and zara and cj and courtney and danielle so it was very, it was very different. We had that first day twice, which was yeah. wonderful. Um, and I got to do the first table read as Howard, um, which I wasn't expecting to do anything. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to be sitting in the back. But um, it was amazing. And I was nervous. Oh, my God, I was so nervous. Because you kind of have an idea of people, I think. Especially now with social media, you can, you can go, okay, this is who I'm going to be in rehearsal with. Let's have our look. <laughs> You know, you can kind of look through all their stuff and you get you get ideas of what people are going to be like. And you're like, oh, my God, what if they don't like me? And what should I be like? Because I'm such a nervous person uh, anyway. I, I'm quite like I like to I am very comfortable in myself, but I 
I I do get quite anxious and I think oh god how am I which which gen should I be today <laughs> not that I'm like a complete like have schizophrenia but like you uh, know there's different aspects to your I personality I totally understand you know? I feel like we have a very similar personality so I am <laughs> exactly where you're coming from I knew I liked you <laughs> <laughs> you're great um so getting in uh, you you mentioned working with Zara and um Courtney and all that what was it like working yes. with those because those girls have incredible brains yeah they do in their minds it was so what was it like getting to learn this show alongside them it was amazing and um I mean Hannah and Zara and CJ have been brought in earlier because they were having quite a lot of trouble in town um with illness and injury and you know like Shaka was already there because they needed her Colette was already there and um so they were kind of getting them trained up so it was really really helpful um because they already basically knew the majority of the show yeah so it was good to kind of use their brains and they were really they were super helpful and really encouraging and you know when we had any questions and sometimes you think oh god the creative team are here and they're teaching us everything but if you've got extra questions you don't want to be like I've got more questions it's me I've got I've got another question so they were super helpful and they're just they're the loveliest loveliest girls and you know Courtney Courtney Bowman I love her so much I so She makes me laugh. At this so point, hard. you guys have already heard Courtney's episode, but at this point, I still haven't <laughs> recorded Courtney's episode. So I'm really excited to chat to her because it's two days from now. So it oh doesn't make gosh. sense to you guys listening, but I'm freaking out about getting to chat to her in two days. So yay. <laughs> she is like, she, oh, I can't even begin to <laughs> describe Courtney Bowman to you. Like, she's wonderful. And we got on so well, which was going into London and being put in a dressing room with her was spectacular. And we still speak all the time. She's, she's just wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Danielle as well. Like Danielle is, oh, I, she's just the warmest person you'll ever meet. Yeah. She's so, and I think I was like super scared because she's had such a career and she's wonderful. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm so intimidated. And, um, she just come back from Broadway and you just like <laughs> <laughs> and I met her and she's just so kind and warm and I adore her she's brilliant as well so very lucky I felt very very lucky that first week <laughs> anyway I'm babbling <laughs> so getting in you've been on town and tour um yes. during the whole debacle that was the start of this year um, mm-hmm. or the end of the year. I can't even remember when it was. It just kind of blurred into one. Um, right. <laughs> what, what was it like for you to be, to jump between the cast? Like how, how did you find that transition? Um, I think it was easier than it would have been for anyone else because, well, for like for me, um, has or cast, because we'd, we already know half of them anyway so we'd had that week with them so I think it was it was easier than I think I thought it would have been Uh, but it was very different it's a different dynamic and I think doing something in the West End and doing something on tour is incredibly different because 
on tour, you're in a bubble and that's all you have. You only have each other and you only have, um, you know, that's who you spend time with during the day. That's who you go out drinking with in the evening. And it's a lot, it's a lot more social, but I think in London, um, everyone has their own kind of life really. Kind of like the theater is work essentially. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, you have your own friends and they have, everyone has their own like partners or, you know, wherever they live and you all kind of just go bit in your separate directions. But in work, it is still that family vibe. And it's, you know, it's, I've not really had that very much on other jobs, but with six, it's, everything is a family and everyone involved is a family, like every technical department, wardrobe, um, you know, sound lx stage management band everyone is a is a massive family because it's not a lot of people as well it's i it's just so that doesn't change yeah at all like from town to tour that doesn't change yeah awesome that's that's good to know um yeah it's wonderful so as an alternate you have to you learn two tracks being Berlin and howard um Mm -hmm. what was the harder one to learn Mm, they're both hard in different ways I think um Berlin talks more yes so Berlin has a lot more lines um and Howard's I I was incredibly daunted by all you want to do I was terrified because it's it's seven and a half minutes long Mm -hmm. and I remember in my first week I sat down with Lucy Moss and uh she basically said, so um, all you want to do is the most important song in the show. And she said, and the third verse of all you want to do is the most important verse of the most important song of the show. So no pressure. <laughs> so and you just kind of go. Ah. Welcome to your contract. Here's everything. Right? <laughs> exactly. Like no pressure. Um, but I think. I don't know. I find that I find them now that I've done all six I find those two some of the easiest ones to do because they're so in my body now and because I've I've found my way to do them and we're really encouraged to do that especially as alternates to find your way of doing it because they don't want carbon copies the characters that they have are like a skeleton of a like they're just a rough sketch of a character and yeah. then you pour yourself into that and as alternates you find different aspects of you to put into each character so different sides of my apparently <laughs> schizophrenic personality <laughs> yeah 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 so I find each one of my personalities I use for each queen but yeah it's uh it's like split yeah <laughs> you've seen that Yes, that fantastic movie. Fantastic uh-huh. movie. Um, so I feel like James McAvoy. It's great. <laughs> um, what was it like ticking off each swing, um, collectively known as Swingo? What was it like um, hitting each track and knowing that you're kind of getting to one down hitting all one six. down <laughs> um for a long time I, I did a lot of them in very quick succession I think from my I think it was less than a month between my first track and my fifth track so I did I think I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be really like nerdy here and try and remember so I think at my first my debut was Howard which was the 17th of November and then I did Howard Seymour Berlin, 
par and then Cleves was on like the 14th of December. So I did it within a really short time. Yeah. So I think I didn't even have time to think about it. It just kind of <laughs> happened. But that was quite that was quite a chunk of time. I think there was like six, seven weeks that I that before I completed Swingo. Yeah. Uh which I did I did my Aragon on my penultimate day in London. Um but it, I don't know. Like I I have a I have a good swing brain. Um and I always have had and I I've I've been quite modest about it, but at the minute I'm just like, Do you know what? I'm a like, really good swing. Let's do it because your <laughs> brains are ridiculous. <laughs> I'm uh, a good swing. We've spoken like, about I swings brains before and like it's incredible. Like different entrances harmonies lines positions it's the harmonies that get me you know (laughs) it really is like there i can you for the most part if you've got especially with six if there's a space it's probably where you're supposed to go you know and if no one's talking it's probably you talking you know you probably should be talking if, if there's nothing happening um so it's that it's the harmonies that like you go oh god especially because with tour they they decided to it's all they're all written a certain way in the score which is amazing and for London that's the way that it is uh but for tour they decided to change it up so (laughs) I mean it makes no sense uh but it's fine and it keeps my brain working but like Berlin and Howard start in separate places and then they go to the top and then they go to the bottom and then they're in the middle and then um and it changes throughout the show so that's the thing that works my brain the most I think love that it's Um, hard (laughs) the choreography now I always bring up Carrie Ann's choreography because (gasps) it is magical to watch what is it like to learn six different tracks of it well basically once you've learnt the choreography mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same for everybody it will only be like on a different foot yeah at one point or you're on a different level or a different arm yeah. and that's kind of that's kind of it so once you've learned the choreo it's it's embedded and it's just the slight change that you have to do. But to to do it, I remember, um, oh god, I remember learning it even in the audition process, and I was like, I can't do this. I'm not cool because it's so cool, and the way that she does it, like in the audition, it's like she's doing get down. Yeah. I'm like, I am so like painfully uncool so I was looking at it going oh I've not got this job have I she was was like do some whacking what all the oh man she posted a video of the whacking on her takeover that she did on six Broadway and I still can't get over seeing that live and then trying to watch people learn it still blows my brain because I'm like how we had to do it in the audition. Is so it? we did the No Way dance break in the audition. And she went through it and she was like, it's da 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 And we were like, yeah, this is great. Oh, I really like the vibe. And then she put the music on and we were like, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then she went, and now we're going to do some whacking. And I think you just saw about 50 women's faces go, 
Uh, what? <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> what is this whacking of which you speak? I, I've never heard of it. Um, and I hit myself in the face for sure. And in rehearsals, I hit myself in the face a lot, like a lot. But you know, you, you you've got to put the work in and you've got to practice it, haven't you? I guess. <laughs> and I think I get it right most times. I don't think I've hit myself touch wood for a That's while. Great. Um, what was your favorite <laughs> piece of Corey to learn? Mm, I no way. I really no. liked it. Yeah. yeah. My favorite I think, transition is in no way where the transition um, for Aragon to come center where she like goes in between Seymour and Boleyn, like right mm-hmm. at the very start after she's done, uh, when she comes center for her monologue. Oh, but there's only one you need to hear from tonight, yeah. that bit. Yeah, that transition, I'm like, I watched it happen and I was like, oh, yeah, that was cool. And then <laughs> opening night of Australia, I had a seat behind the stage mm. so I could kind of see everyone's mm-hmm. back and I watched it happen like right in front of me I was like Whoa. and they do the like duh, 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 and she like yes. cuts through that one yeah. so cool I watched yeah. it and I was like that was like what? seamless like how okay it's like the it's the tiniest <laughs> thing and you know it's all it just, she does is Berlin like stays forward and Seymour holds back she just goes in between them but it just goes what it, but it and the looks lighting. like magic. <laughs> yeah, it does. And you know that a lot of that is also like down to how quick they do it and also the lighting. And Tim, Tim the lighting Tim. designer, hey, hey. he is, he's done my last three jobs. <laughs> I feel like he's my own personal lighting designer. And we joke about it every time I see him on like a meet and greet and stuff. I'm like, oh, here he is. Hello, Tim. He's amazing. And he's the nicest man. And he did American Idiot. He did Sex. He did Nights of the Rose that I did as well. And he's just what not only what brilliant. he's done with Six, but what he's done with oh my God. venues with Six. Because like yeah. the designs are similar, but because the spaces are so different and has to be different. Like everyone's seen the OTT yeah. Broadway vibe that he bought that was just like legit. He just adapts like, everything to every space. And that is just the mark of such a good designer. He's wonderful. And a lot, I think, I don't think enough gets said about the lighting, you know, because the sound is great and the sound is super important, obviously. And they've thought about it with our in-ears and handhelds and the way that they've tried to balance that out. But the LX for this show, like yeah. it's with all the LED things that they use all over the, the back. It's, he's, he's just wonderful. so many different levels. Like, yeah. I want to try and find this stat because I asked him at one point um, for the podcast. I was like, how many, what, what's used? Give me a second. I was like, uh, how many lighting fixtures are used? He's gone, there's 76 moving lights, 30,000 LEDs, and mm-hmm. 1,400 lighting cues. 1,400 yeah. lighting cues for a 75-minute show, folks. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> like, they ha- there, there's no way to be able to do that without time code. Like, you, no. you, our DSM would be like, go, 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 Do you know what I mean? Like, you just can't do that. You just can't. Some are even triggered by... The musical the MD. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, bruh. It's, it's mind-blowing. And yeah. just some of the transitions, like the use of haze and just, mm-hmm. oh. Like the haze comes through the steps. And oh. It's just, he's, I love that man. Like, I love that man. I think he's wonderful. And shout out, big shout out to Tim. 
good man. And He's if you great. weren't sure if Jen or I were theater nerds, you now know. Because I am <laughs> such a nerd. Um, I te- love theater so much. Technical so theater just... gets me. That was my intro to theater. Like I was, was, I, was a sound, I was a sound and lighting tech. That, I that love it. that. I went sound and lighting, then went on stage, and now we're here. So and I now have you can't get enough. Live. So now I'm like, let's my, make um, a podcast and talk to everybody. <laughs> I love that. My my friends actually, I posted about it yesterday on my Insta stories. Um, they've just set up like um, I can't remember. I think it's called In the Wings UK, and it's about like support and technical theatre and Q and As and stuff, all about that. And so. I, I'm like, I want to get involved because right. I love stuff like that. Like, yeah. If you know how and it's stuff works, that I can't just, do. Yeah. If you know, if you know how theater works, like if you, you respect it so much more when you see yeah. like, the first time I saw the, the no way lights at the start where everyone's like, doom, doom, and they like rise. I was like, <laughs> what? Like, it's so cool. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> And you don't appreciate like how much hard work goes into that. And I've I've worked I've been a dresser before, so I've worked in in wardrobe in a wardrobe department. And you know I've been on shows where we've had like local dresses in every different venue. And the way that some some actors talk to dresses drives me up the wall because I'm like, look, I know how hard this is. I know how hard dresses work. Be nice because there's it's everybody puts in the same amount of work to get the show happening it's not just about you yeah so i think we need to do a technical theater episode jen where we just (gasps) oh my god that would make me so happy and i mean the lights that tim did for american idiot as well were just amazing they were so good they we had like little bullet holes in the set and like little leds would come through these bullet holes and at the end of act one they'd like everything would drop and it would be like a really low low light in and you'd have all these like stars coming through these little bullet holes and they'd shine on the audience and it it just looked sick i think i have a video of it which i shouldn't have but <laughs> whoops oh I anyway just... anyway Lighting now we're geeking man. out we've 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 we're get we're gonna set this episode up we're just gonna do a t- please we're gonna do it. where we just sit and i just get really geeky about stuff and overly emphatic back. about everything i'll back you up it's all good <laughs> yes so you mentioned dressing. Obviously, yes. the costumes are a big part of this show, and you have my favorite color out there. The teal. Do I? The teal yes. is my look life. Look at this. I can't it's let it go. On I can't let the teal go. I'm I'm wearing blue. It just happens. It's <laughs> part of you. Um, Thank you. What was it like the first time seeing your costume, and then? seeing all the variations to your costume because you've got a few oh my gosh we didn't so when we were in rehearsals like we didn't know what costumes we were going to have so we got measured I remember I got measured on my final so my final audition they measured everybody so that as soon as they decided who'd got the job they could start start making the costumes because they take so long uh but um yeah, so I remember being measured and then I can I think we're in our second or third week of rehearsals and they said, all right, we've got a costume fitting. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, holy moly, I'm so excited. So I went in and Gabby was there, the, the designer, um, who is an absolute legend, by the way. And, um, and I, I've met her before because I worked, I worked on box office and we used to talk all the time. But... Um, 
I, but then after that, she got the Spice, she did the Spice Girls tour. And yes. I literally walked in and I was like, oh my God, hi girls, how are you doing? And, and then I kind of stepped back and was like, holy moly, you've <laughs> just done the Spice Girls tour. This is the best. But um, I remember kind of, I think Harriet maybe had hers before mine. Or Cassie maybe had hers before mine. So Cassie, I think, no, it was Cassie. And I saw the black stuff and I was like, oh, so it goes to Cassie's got the black costume. And then I was like, which costume have I got? And she was like, we're going to put you in the teal. And I was like, yes! The, the teal is life, man. Like It's so good. So then, like, I've got so many photos on my phone of, like, the different stages of costume. So they put you in stuff first that's kind of like... um like a hessian material which is like itchy and not very nice uh but just to kind of get your shape okay. and everything like that um and then they were talking about it and then they were talking about like my hair and stuff like with the costume and they were like well you're gonna have shorts and you're gonna have a skirt and I was like I'm gonna have a skirt that's exciting but that's the mine's the only the only skirt like mine I think in in the world which yeah. is really cool let me pull it up yeah and have a look because you've got the ones oh, I think yeah, you've got the full I've yeah. got like the Howard skirt but they've got one I think Lizzie's Lizzie Walker had one who I've known since I was like 16 by the way who's on uh is there anyone the in this show that you didn't know <laughs> right um. <laughs> <laughs> but they have like the clear panels and stuff but I think mine is the only one with that like the crisscross pattern yeah. in and without your, any kind of different things in the world I think it's your skirt one. is kind of like the Seymour Berlin Howard mashup. Isn't it amazing? Like, wow. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Like, and but that I think when I first got my costume, I loved the shorts because I was I was quite insecure about the, you know, like my inner thighs being on show. And I was That's like, That's where I was I, gonna go next. What was it like right? comfortable with that skirt? Because I literally was like. I think I cried about it at one point because I was like, it's like they've pinpointed the part of my body that I hate the most. And they've gone, we're just going to cut out a panel that just shows that part of your body that yeah. you hate. Like, here it is. Everyone, everyone, look, here's the bit of Jen's body that she hates. But I think, well, doing the show, you tone up and slim down like very quickly so I got more comfortable in it and I think when you put everything together as soon as I put the my hair piece on for Howard oh, oh my god she's so beautiful um as soon as I put that on and the skirt on I'm like right I'm gonna tell you I get so like into it and I proper <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm the worst person and Harriet and and Cassie will probably vouch for this but um I I will sit and I'll look at myself in the mirror with my ponytail on and I'm like flicking it around I'm like oh my god I just look so pretty look how pretty I am oh my god I'm so pretty <laughs> and it really like I don't know whether that's me getting into character or whether that's just me being a complete douche I don't know but I love it <laughs> that's so. great that's, I'm feeling myself. <laughs> and that's the best part. You've got to love yourself, you know? Exactly. You've got um, to. So a big part of this show is the queendom, the fans of the show. Um, oh, God. Explain them. that first day that you got announced seeing the queendom come to life. I, I mean, 
I think I gained something silly like I think a thousand followers in a day or something silly just because I it had been announced that I was doing the show and I was like this is insane and I have like messages and like the the love and support that the queendom give all of the queens is astounding like it really is and I feel so so lucky so so lucky to to have people that I may have met once or twice or never met at all hi we've never met hi. before <laughs> I love it this I'm is the like, best time we've actually that? spoken like <laughs> I know and you wouldn't know would you I right? love it but like this the love and support and the just I, I don't know it's it's there's something about it that is um it's quite daunting because a lot of the queendom uh that you know the uh, at um quite an impressionable and f- like a f- like in their formative years and it's experiences that you have at, at this time in your life will shape the rest like who you become and who you are and and I feel like it's that there's that kind of responsibility to make people realize that you you know that you have to love yourself and that you have to be kind to other people and that you know and, and that's that's the thing that I want to deliver so people remember, I'm, I'm going off on a tangent I'm no, talking rubbish, but you know what I mean because that's where I was heading next I was like social media, social media is a huge part of this and in the last Massive. couple of days you've touched on a fair bit of this um with comfortability self-image um everything like that so let's delve in here let's let's go deep and have this chat because it's something we need to touch on and I agree let's start now um so (laughs) we've touched a little bit on self-image so getting Mm -hmm. comfortable with yourself and feeling good about yourself is is something hard like I struggle with everybody struggles so hard yeah Um, so what are some tips it's hard to give tips on this type of thing because it's really a personal thing but yeah for sure what was your journey to kind of getting to the stage where you're like yeah I, I'm, I'm feeling myself I, I'm feeling comfortable to share these these photos um time and that's like the least helpful thing that I could ever say but the older that you get the less you care 100%. the older you get you realize that there are and I know you know I'm not I'm in in no way old I'm I'm 30 I'm not you know I'm not old at all but I'm like a third of the way through my life but I think it's you realize that there are things that are more important and I think you become the is it a thing about maybe the longer you spend with yourself like the longer you spend with your face the longer you spend with your body the more you learn to love it and I think for me there are days where you're like oh I feel awful like I had a day like that the other day and I was like oh I just feel I think yesterday I felt like that I was on the phone to my other half and I was like I'm just having a fat day today. I just don't. F- and he was like, "You said to me yesterday that you felt really good." I was like, "Oh no!" So it changes day to day, yeah. like. But I think there are days where you feel a bit rubbish about yourself, and I think it's important for you to go. My body 
it's not just a shell like there are loads of things in the shell and you know my heart is in you know is in right good nick and that keeps me going and like my yeah. lungs help me to sing and uh, you know my 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 muscles they might look a bit bulky they might look a bit big then I might not be as defined as I'd want them to be but I'm still moving I'm still up and I'm moving around which means that they're working which is amazing and it's yeah and it's this body that holds so much more than just the aesthetic it holds who you are it holds um everything that you everything that's happened to you before now it's it's oh, you know man, you're... Our brains, <laughs> I freaking love you um <laughs> This is it's legit though. Like, yeah, social media has put such a focus on the outward, what what mm-hmm. is seen, not yeah, what, what you create, not what you're um, putting into the world, not what you're putting into yourself, yeah, um, and not who you are. We focus in on the aesthetic and the the look, and not mm. the person. And mm-hmm. this is something it's taken me ages myself to get it. Like I. Before all of this, like I, I danced for twelve months every day, twelve right. hours, and oh my in, in a room with people that are toned and had been doing this for years, and I was starting yeah. fresh. Like I had to get into shape pretty quick, and I was like, "Crap!" Like I went through that whole thing, and I came out the other side, and I was like, "Cool, I have been through that. I needed to go through." Amazing, that. yeah. Like, getting to that point of comfortability with yourself is not just an aesthetic thing because that's never going to happen. Mm-mm. You're never no. going to be a hundred percent set with yourself. So if that's what you're striving for, the next point is the mental game, which is the Correct. most important thing. Yeah. Mental health is the most important health out there. Um, I agree. Except for your heart and lungs, because you need both of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so heart, lungs, brain is our order. Yes. Um, we are, I agree. We are not medical professionals, so please don't take any of that. <laughs> That's all you need, right? <laughs> Talk to me about the mental space. Let's let's bring it back to theatre because mm-hmm. theatre is probably one of the worst industries to get into for mental health with rejection and yeah. comparability with everybody else around you. So yeah, 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 how do you deal with those two specific things to start off with? I mean... Again, it's a time thing. You start, like when I first started auditioning eight years ago, I, I was totally prepped. Like from drama school, my, my acting teacher, I was literally talking about her yesterday. She, she's called Susan Rassi, right? And she is the most incredible woman. And I don't know if she'll listen to this. I hope she does because she's wonderful. But she was savage. Like she was incredible at her job, incredible. And she got the best out of so many people and she definitely got the best out of me. But, you know, she would say things and you'd be like, oh, oh God, but it makes you like accept them. And, you know, she, you would walk, I remember a girl walking into a room and she, we had to do a thing where we walk into the room and say what we're going to sing. And that was it. That was the whole exercise for the day. You didn't have to sing anything, nothing. You just had to walk into a room and say what you're going to sing. And uh, one of these girls walked into the room and she started speaking and she went, stop. You need to lower your voice an octave. She's like, because women like you are the reason that women are not taken seriously. She's like, we're not little girls, oh. we're women. And I was just like, oh. Oh. But, but like, 
it gets you it's, as as savage as it is it, it gets you used to hearing things that you don't necessarily want to hear but you might not you might need to hear 100 um and it it makes you look at things in a constructive way and realize that anything that people say if it's nasty for the sake of being nasty it just makes you go uh, it you it allows you to separate those two things uh-huh. so you can spot someone that's trying to be constructive and you can spot someone who's just trying to be plain nasty. And the people that are trying to be plain nasty, you think, this is what I said in my post the other day, where try and figure out where that's coming from. Yeah. Because it's not coming from a place of being mad at you. It's coming from a place of being mad at themselves or being mad at somebody else. Because, yeah. you know, I, I haven't directly upset anybody. I haven't done anything to directly upset you. Yeah. But you're attacking me. So that's coming from you and you, it's really hard to accept that sometimes. And it's really hard to, when someone says something that hurts your feelings, it makes you like, Oh God, that's, that's really sad. But also that's their, that's their stuff. That's yep. not your stuff. And so. I've, I've been through a similar thing in the last couple of weeks myself. So I totally really? understand because like it's, it's people putting, seeing something and being, it might trigger something else that's going on. So yeah. And they're like, cool, I've seen your post, so I'm coming at you because you triggered that feel. Um, yeah, exactly. Like it's, and that is, social media is such, this is where my hate for social media comes out. I love social media. Mm. It's a fantastic thing. Yeah. But the ability for someone to see a photo and be like, cool, here's everything I think about you in 20 seconds without thinking it, send, boom, done. And then you take in every single word that this person writes thinking that they've known you for 14 years when they've known yeah. you for 10 minutes. And yeah. then you sit on that and sit on it and it festers and then you get the bugs in your brain that make you look at yourself and think, why am I here? Like, what am I doing? And For sure. The, the process of handling these thoughts is 100% time. Um, you get used to weeding out the good the bad you can understand when people are being constructive versus just toxic it is just destructive yeah yeah and you learn to be like cool that's not something i need to read delete cool sweet exactly you can, you can like i can feed that in like the first three words you're like you read it you're like oh cool i'm not reading the rest of this i'm done no <laughs> and bye goodbye and yeah God and it's blocker. so Exactly. And I think it's so important, you know, it's, it's really easy on social media to, to delete, to block, but also that's so important in, in your life too, you know, it's super important. Block the, block the people from your life and don't give them your time. The people that don't make you feel good, the people that make you like that, you know, there are people in your life that will tell you the truth. I have a friend who is one of my dearest friends in the whole world. Um, and he says, to, he will say to me, yeah, you're not being very nice or, you know, you're being a bit unreasonable. And I'll, it's, I know that that's coming from a constructive place. Yeah. So, but, but you know, you need people that tell you the truth, yeah. but from a constructive place. But anyone who just is just plain nasty, bah, Felicia, you know? Like <laughs> I don't need that. That's Ooh. not me. Um, exactly. So, We've all been in those dark spots. Um, I'm sure. just guessing that you've been there because life. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you go about 
working through those dark spots because everyone has to work through them in their own way but sometimes it, it's just good to hear how other people deal with it it might yeah, spark something sure. in, in your brain that you're like cool I can pull myself out of this so exactly how do you go about that what's your um I allow myself to feel the way I feel you allow it don't 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 try and squash it squash it squash it squash it because then that's just it's just going to bubble 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 and it's just going to explode and you're either it's going to explode or you're going to implode let yourself kind of sit in the way that you feel for a certain amount of time allot yourself an amount of time that's what I do and you go right I'm going to feel this way today I'm going to allow myself to sit in my bed and feel like crap and feel sorry for myself and maybe speak to some friends and have a little rant and have a little cry or don't speak to anyone do whatever you feel like in that day and then the next day is a new day it's 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 a new day and you approach it in a different way you try and compartmentalize the way that you feel and go okay well I felt that way maybe because of this maybe because of this maybe because of this but right now I'm going to try and do something that makes me feel better so what makes me feel better is exercise. Makes me feel so much better. Well, you are reading my brain because that was my too. <laughs> We're all over this. <laughs> I love this. We're on the same wavelength. This is nice. And exercise, uh, 100%. It's the biggest thing. I am doing it right now. My, my work schedule is because I live in Australia, if anyone can't tell by my accent, and obviously these girls live what? in the Oh, my God. <laughs> I Blasphemy. didn't know. <laughs> So my days start at 8 p.m. and finish 9, 9.30, and then I go into editing. So I don't finish my day until about 2 a.m. In between getting off recording with you guys, I jump on the phone to my friend and unload anything that I'm feeling as I walk. Mm-hmm. At It could be midnight, it could be 11 p.m. I just go out and walk and probably goes for an hour, get back in, focus in, edit, bed. Um, exercise, man. I forgot about it. Like since I quit dancing because of the toxic situation, delete people. Hey, hey, we're ticking boxes. Absolutely, bye. Bye, Felicia. I didn't exercise. Like I hadn't ran a kilometer for two years until the other day. Like, and since I've been doing these calls after these episodes, I'm like, yeah, cool. I feel good. Like I'm, I'm like, I love this. Great, (laughs) good. But it's the thing. I think people think exercise, and and they have this stigma or this um mental block about exercise but exercise doesn't have to be press-ups or sit-ups or all of this exercise can be just getting outside and walking or and, trying you know, to copy can... Colette dancing on Instagram <laughs> no thank you <laughs> I cannot dance like Colette I can't do it I shout out try. to Colette you are an incredible human but Oh my gosh, she's wonderful. (laughs) I have the biggest crush on Colette Guitar and I tell her all the time. I think that's pretty much 99% of the queendom. (laughs) I'm like, I just really fancy you, Colette. And she's like, "Mm, stop it. (laughs) I'm like, but I do, you're amazing. Um, Because she's so talented, but also beautiful and kind and I love her. Um, But you know, it doesn't have to be there's I think I could do like a 45 minute workout in the morning and I could still feel a bit like hmm. um but as soon as I go out for a walk I feel 100 times better so it's not about the amount of exercise that you do it's about finding something that makes you free and breathe and 
pump those endorphins and get that heart rate going and just make you feel remember that you're alive it's so great hey hey there it is (laughs) guys we're gonna we're gonna touch on this whole topic again later with Georgia Carr when she comes back on being from a psychology background so we're gonna delve into this whole self-image thing again um but Jen thank you I was in auditions with Georgia see there we go we might get you back on and we'll have a full two-hour rant about oh she was lovely oh she is incredible every I'm like everyone is so nice (laughs) I can't deal with it I think that there's a there's a knack to casting that they cast people that Primarily, uh, they cast people that are like. I wish I had a, a brain of a casting director because, th- again, like it's like a swing brain. Like they, just, yeah, they just. But I think that's why they do did the audition process the way that they did because they watch how you are and they watch yep. if you're supportive and they watch how you are with each other. They don't just watch you when you're performing. It's important, you know. So going off everything we've just spoken to with the positivity yes. and self love, getting into a show surrounded by nine amazing women, especially out on tour all the time. Um, yeah. I think the mindset or the, the perception that people would have with things would get catty like that would, but from what I've heard, that isn't the case. So delve into the mindset. I was, on tour. I was so scared. Like, I was so, so scared. Cause I mean, I, I I have girlfriends and I have the most wonderful girlfriends um and I ha- but I'll only have like one or two and I don't really have like a big group of girlfriends and I was like oh, this is gonna be this is gonna go one or two ways it's either gonna be really lovely or it's gonna be really horrible um but it happened to be really amazing and it happened I just everybody is different so all nine of us and no all like Seventeen, maybe more women that are that we tour with. Everyone is different, so everybody has something to offer to to the group that that someone else is, you know, that no one else has. So there's someone who's like nurturing. There's someone who's like silly. There's someone who's, you know, and everyone is those things, but each person draws different things out of each other and yeah. everyone brings out the best in each other I think and just I there have been so many things where you I've been on jobs before and you're like and people asking you're like yeah everyone's really nice and yeah but we're actually we are all friends it helps and that there's only 17 of you like you're not well, we're yeah. on tour with other shows your cast is minimum 23 24 25 yeah well, I don't know because I mean I did Shrek on tour, and I think there's like 75, 80 people in the whole See? company. Yeah, and like in a way, there was something about that that was like you could choose to spend time with people, whereas with a small group, you're like forced to spend time yeah. together because that's all you have. But it's we were just super super lucky, and I don't well, I don't know whether it was luck or whether it was casting or what, but. It just happened that we we all just get along. Just and on paper, it just I I still I had this chat with Maddie and Shaka, and it's just like oh, on paper, it's just like friends. You just look at your faces and you're like, I I, I want to be a part of that. Like it just and seeing you guys on you, social media, it's like 
Oh it comes God. across. If you see us like being interviewed together or if we do anything and you see like little videos of us in warm-up and stuff, the the fun that we have, of course, of course you have like crappy days and people feel rubbish and you know, sometimes you get a bit like grumpy, but I'm just talking for me there. Well, if you but, don't have um, crappy days, it goes back to our whole mindset thing. You're either lying correct. to yourself or you're an absolute and amazing human being. <laughs> you're an absolute psycho who feels nothing and it makes me terrified of you um people everybody has bad days uh allow yourself the bad days please but um the all the things i'm gonna make a t-shirt just for that (laughs) allow Allow yourself the bad days (laughs) please for the love of god you psychopath um but like all the fun that you see us having is like so real yeah it's so real and Oh God, I just, I'm going to get like totally emotional because I miss them so much. We laugh. Like I, I laugh And every there's a difference day. between laughing and laughing. Like, oh my God, I like laugh when, every when, day. Yeah, like, oh. Man, I can't, I, do you know, I was watching something. I got into a bit of a YouTube hole yesterday, actually. Um, because <laughs> everyday I, love, don't worry. <laughs> I, ty- I typed my name into YouTube because uh, my other half sent me a message like at one o'clock in the morning and was like, I'm in a hole. I'm watching videos of you on YouTube. And I was like, that's weird. But also, what's there? So I thought, I'm just going to, I'm just going to type my name in. So I did. And there was like people have like record, screen recorded the some of the lives that I've done. And like, there are lives of like me and Harriet and Cassie with these face masks on and the and I watched them yesterday and laughed so hard and there's a video just a video of me and Lauren Drew like doing a live or something but just that girl oh my crikey that girl (laughs) makes me laugh till I, I I can't breathe I cannot wait until I get her on this podcast Lauren if you're listening to this oh my god let's go because she (laughs) I she's just got funny bones. That girl has just got funny bones, and everything that she says, so I love. And you're just like, that's it. It's funny. Everything she says is funny. Oh, anyway, we digress. I say we. I digress. Me. I digress. I'm digressing. I'm just allowing it because it's just hilarious at this point. Allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need to get in the bin. Um. So this show is amazing. We've spoken about the lighting. We've spoken about the choreography. Um, yes. Let's talk about your cast because they're amazing. To lead in, they are. Sum up every single person with one word, like oh e- God, individually, really one word. Okay. <gasps> Lauren Drew, hilarious. Hilarious, that's it. There we go. Uh, Maddie sweet she's so like sweet and i can't say any more words this is one word so that's my one word lauren burn i'm gonna hyphenate (laughs) i'm gonna hyphenate fiercely intelligent because yeah she is i'll allow two words because that was a really good combination fiercely intelligent because it is an adjective and two adjectives that works it's all good Goddamn. But she, yeah, she's, but she's so, she's brilliant. And I feel like we're, we have quite similar minds and brains and 
she's she's a great great human shaka my sister she's my sister that's it i can't say anymore like she's ah jody um is kind so kind yeah and i think I don't know like I it's the same thing with social media you get a vibe of someone and you think oh are we going to get along what is she actually really like because she's got all these followers and she's you know she she posts a lot and she's always busy and I'm like oh god oh I don't know I don't know if we're going to get along and I met her and I was like you're the kindest person she really really is um Athena adorable (laughs) adorable she's like this wonderfully talented person that doesn't know how amazing she is and wants to learn from everybody all the time and asks all the asks loads of questions and like it just always wants to be better and always oh she's beautiful amazing Harriet just oh just Harriet Harriet is Harriet if Harriet, Harriet, you're your own thing. <laughs> she is. There's no adjective that I can find to describe Harriet. Uh, Harriet is just Harriet. And she is her, this gorgeous ball of Harriet. And oh, I love her. I love her. And Cassie is, Cassie is one of the, she's also like really, kind and generous and thoughtful with her love and her time and she's got a really really good heart yeah and now what is one word to sum up the gen that fits into all this puzzle to make up the cast of the team i don't know i feel like i'm i'm quite motherly motherly i'm yeah i feel like i'm the I'm the person that will tell you the truth always, whether that be in in a sensitive way or not. Sometimes I can be a little bit insensitive, but I will always tell the truth and I'm always there for people if they need me. I need you, Jen. You're you're in my life. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that just gave me all the feeling. I'm in. I'm like, oh. Yay. I'm in. Um, <laughs> performing the show for the first time, making mm. your debut, what was mm. the, the final six boom glitter Amazing. confetti fall for you? Well, explain it's, the role of emotions that went on that night. It's so difficult to kind of pinpoint how you feel because I was totally ready to go on. Like, I was ready. I've been ready for weeks. I've been ready since the first day of rehearsals. I was like, yeah, get me on. I'm ready. And I was, I think I, at, at that point, I was quite frustrated because no one was going off. And I was like, guys, go off. Like, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> go off. God, stop moaning. Like, go off. Who are um, you? I need my God. spotlight. Exactly. Like, God, I do not know that I'm ready. Um, so I was like, I was super ready. So I didn't feel, I felt a bit nervous. Um, and the thing that I felt nervous about, because it was Howard, was forgetting the words. Because that has happened before. Not on my first show, but it has subsequently happened that I've been mid all you want to do. And I think it's happened at least twice where I've just stopped singing. 
because I just forgot I just forgot the words because there's so many of them and they're all like a little bit different but um I think I just felt like total elation and you you have that breath of like oh I've done it and then you also have that realization that all these people are cheering for you and not just you obviously because that would be really uh deluded and a bit selfish but you know moment in london and i've seen a photo and i'm going to pull the photo up just to make sure um that i'm right in talking about what i'm doing um oh oh, i've lost it not there oh no um it looks like maybe your last show in london there was a kind of parting of the cast making you take that final bow um take me through that night Oh my god! I was photos. It's like I was so like I was really really happy because I was going back to join my tour family, which was wonderful because I missed them so much. But also, I'd been in London for four weeks. I'd made my little London family, and I'd got really close with these girls. And I was around my arts theatre family, who they are my like they are my heart the people that work at the Arts Theatre. If you ever go to London and you ever watch Six in London, that front of house team is the best because of the way that the theatre's run. It's, it, is, it is a family and it's small and it's intimate and everyone knows each other and they get along and it's not, you know, overly stiff upper lip, you know, London professional, London professional theatre. It's just, it's fun. And it lends itself to the way that the show is. And so I was I spent four weeks with my my new six arts family, my front of house arts family, my friends. I'd just met the most wonderful, wonderful man. Um, and then I had to leave. Yeah. And that was my last day. And I was like, this is really, I, I was really sad. What was it like I was getting so, so sad. to share the stage alongside the people like Nat and Jay who had been oh, gorgeous. in the show forever? Um, gorgeous. Because obviously they're so comfortable. Yeah. And it's, you know, they're, it's second nature to them because they've been doing it for so long. So everything that they, they're so comfortable in what they're doing that they're so open to play with you yeah which because every everyone every queen offers something totally different every alternate when they go on for a different queen offers different totally different choices and when when you're comfortable with what you're doing it's amazing to be able to to play and it makes the show completely different because you think oh this person's giving me this which means that that the choice that I make is totally different and it yeah. it keeps everything super fresh. So doing it with them, because they 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 were so like up for play and all the girls in London, all the girls that I've done it with are so up for like playing and yeah. and and doing different things, which is wonderful. And it's a great thing about the show as well, because it's not so rigid that you have to do this at this point. But um it I I, th- I just think they're wonderful. And I didn't get to do it. I think I only did it once or twice with Lexi. Um, oh, I forgot about Lex. Sorry, Lex. I yeah, because um. <laughs> that's because uh, she was off, which is why I yeah. pretty much went to went down to London. But to do it with like Nat and Jay, it was just, yeah, they're, they're gorgeous girls. And I was in a dress. I was sat next. I was in Lexi's place for a while in a dressing room. So I was sat next to it. It was me and JJ in a little thing. And oh, she is just 
the most beautiful soul. Like she's, she's a beautiful the only human UK being. queen that I've met. She was in my hotel in New York, and she was posting stories from like the eatery. Stop. And I, was like, I had never gotten dressed quicker in my life. I was like, really at my hotel. I was like boom, boom, boom down the elevator. I was like Jay. She's like hi. I was like hi. I, I run this Instagram. She's like, oh, hi, hi. And we just chatted for five minutes. And I was like, thank God. Like, this Isn't is she trip. just the most oh, beautiful man. person? That was, just, that was, yeah. And she made me feel so, because I didn't really know her very well. Like, I've met her a few times. Um, I remember I met Lexi quite a lot. So I remember going back to the arts and then I saw Lexi and she just found out that I'd got six. Yeah. And she rushed and gave me the biggest hug and was like, I'm so, so happy for you. And I'm really proud of you. And it's really amazing. And But like, I hadn't really met JJ very much. Um, but she made me feel so welcome. Like, she's just, she's just joy. She's just joy. Love her. Love her. And Nat as well. Nat's just beautiful human. Like, they all are. It's just great. I love my job so hard. <laughs> Man, I love your job for you. I wish I could just, I, I want to work for this show so bad. Right? Like it just, yeah. I just, oh. I've never felt joy and love like it on stage and off stage. I've never heard That's people it. talk about, like, I've never heard cast talk about a show the way you guys do. Like, there's It just changes your life. Like, it's changed my life. Something different about this show. Like, it's just. Yeah. Like, I've, I think it's. Is it the way that it's approached? I don't know what it is. And the, like, and I think the queendom has a lot to do with it, like, because it totally changes your life and it gives you this, like, it gives you this love that you've never really feel before. And you do, you do shows and, and people love it and they come to stage door and people did with American Idiot. And I remember um, there's a lovely, lovely girl called Beth and she was like my OG fan, like she <laughs> on American Idiot. And she came to watch and she, I remember coming out of stage door and she just ran up to me and gave me the biggest hug. And I was like, this is really nice. Thank yeah. you. Oh God. But, um, but now I have that all the time and it's, it's crazy, but it, it does, it changes your life. And I feel constantly lucky and grateful and overwhelmed all the time. <laughs> Great wrap up, hundred <laughs> percent. All right, we're gonna we're gonna slowly wrap things up here, and I'm gonna throw you a hard one to to get the ball moving. Okay. You played all six queens. Yes. What is your favorite part of the show? As each queen. <gasps> okay. Um, as Aragon. I've only done it once. My favorite part of the show is Aragon was the end of No Way. <laughs> because it was like, there's no way. Dun, dun. And then your whole body just goes, yeah. oh, <laughs> because everything is done. Like then you have some talking and you sing and whatever, but like all your stuff is done. And you're like, great. That was terrifying. That was a terrifying day. Um, as Bobo, Bobo, oh, yeah, she's Bobo. I've got my Bobo buns in today, Bobo. Hey, hey. Just Thank in you. case you guys won't see the video, but she's got her buns in. She's I've got my buns in, I've got my buns in. I'm ready to go at a moment's notice, <laughs> but um, 
Let's do a two man show. Bad. I think I, I think I've got it down pat. Let's go. <laughs> who would you who would you want to be? Oh. Uh you gotta take three. We'll take three each. Three. I was only gonna do two, but we'll go three. No, you can take three. Pa cleaves blimp. Okay. And I have thought oh. about this. I like that, but also you've taken my cleaves and my bobo, so I'm a bit mad at you. But I, That's I, okay. I could do Howard and Aragon. You could do Aragon. You can if you take Aragon, I'll take cleaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll trade you because I hate doing Aragon. That is also going to come in our next. It's going to be a theatre nerd, theatre nerd, and then it's going to be <laughs> Josh and Jen do the whole show. <laughs> oh my god. That would be... And this is where we spiral. <laughs> that would be really great. That would be um, a moment. Um, we've digressed what we're saying. Berlin. Okay, Bobo. Um, I've, I don't think I've called her Berlin since like day two of rehearsals. She's, she's, always, <laughs> she's always my little bubble. Um, every time... This is an extra little story, by the way. Oh, my God. This is going to be the longest podcast ever. I'm so sorry. I That's just talk a lot. Oh, guys, um, just see, I've already made the decision. This is going to be the first two parts episode that we've so um Whoopsie. if you're listening to this at the point this point thanks for well done part two <laughs> thanks for sticking with us um every time i go on for berlin our md arlene on the tour big up to arlene shout out arlene mcnaught she is my heart she's wonderful all shout our band all the md and band because you oh. I only found out like two weeks before Australia finished in Sydney that they don't use sheet music. And I, no. like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, bro, like. They're sick. Damn. Yeah, they're, they're obscene. <laughs> yeah. Our band are, uh, they don't get enough love because no. they're, they're on stage as much as we are. And they're more than we are. They're on stage the whole time and they're giving it. And they've, cre- they create like little things between them. Like they do some of the choreography, like they've learned some oh, of it. Man. I know. I like listened to synchronization in Australia as well. I was like, yes. Cat it. and Frankie do the like, I don't need your love. Get, oh, get, 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 get. My get. favorite we'll piece together. of choreography is that I don't need so your love. So good. Oh. Um, so every time I go on to Berlin, Arlene, <laughs> she goes, den, 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 Jen Berlin, Jen Berlin, in my ears every day, uh, every single day. Anyway, um, we digress. Can My we favorite also, moment is before we move on for Berlin. Can we talk about Ready. that intro for Berlin? Because that oh, is sick, isn't it? Oh man, when I first she's the heard only that, one that gets this that, like, I like grand. Oh. I was like this Scr- grand entrance, no and she's sitting there like no monologue. And I, I love it. I proper revel in it. I'm sitting at the back on the top step, like living my best life, trying to wipe the sweat off my mustache. Like trying to look not terrible but like everyone's singing about you and you're like yeah bitch. We got I love it it's great it's the whole thing it's the scene before where you're stood behind the girls and they're all like oh no wasn't there like a really important one and and I think I've I think I've been told off for this but I like overplay it I'm like oh god they're talking about me oh I, I think they're talking about me it's me <laughs> me I love it I get so into that anyway <laughs> my favorite Bobo bit is bit, the uh we've been through Bobo no we don't no have we oh was Not that my... oh that was just an extra story okay Bobo yeah sweet that was literally just me <laughs> chatting <laughs> 
yes even no, i my lost track bit. of time just then i was like i was just so into the story that i, I was just like, yes, don't this is great. stop talking i just don't stop this is something i've learned about myself especially in this lockdown as soon as i get human contact i'm like hi i need to keep talking oh, at you i'm so glad right? i get to do this like every night of my week is talk to someone different i'm like oh hi friend we are best Thanks. friends now just so you're hi, aware friend. <laughs> i'm fine with it hello friend have you seen that little that girl <laughs> She's that little girl on, yeah. Hello, friend, friend. Hello, friend, friend. Um, that's me all the that's time. That's me in um, everyone's DMs trying to get them to come on the podcast. <laughs> I think that's me in everyone's life. Um, I'm just that annoying child. There she is. Um, my favorite Bobo bit is in the middle of Don't Lose Your Head when she's like, oh my God, guys, seriously, I mean, it's actually going to chop my head off. That's my favorite. I mean, then she does the little joke that I'm not going to talk about because there are children present, but it's oh, funny. There's children I present in a theater when you do it, but man, I the know. first time I heard that, oh. I milk that thoughts. like a cow. My I milk it so much. Oh. It's my favorite bit. And I get told off for that as well because I fully milk it. It's the best I literally, line in the show. I, will, I will spend so much time just like subtly smiling. Yeah. Like, are you all, are we all on the same page? We are? Yeah. God, off we go. Um, yeah. That and nice. nice neck, by the way. Nice neck, by the way, with the high five. Oh, nice neck, by the way. Yeah. My Berlin is also very, very northern. Because I am northern, but you can't, like, from the, like, I'm from Manchester, which is in the north of England, if you don't know. Geography uh, and I'm, <laughs> UK geography, I go. But I am a... Uh, but my northern accent is like kind of diluted because I've, I've lived in London for a long time. But my my Cleves and my Berlin are both very northern, and um, I think it's funny. So I really dial it up. Um, my favourite Seymour bit. I don't know. I've only done it once, and it was like eighty five years ago. My favourite bit to do is Seymour. Oh, I tell you what, that's my favourite line is when she's like. I mean, we've literally been doing that for the last hour. Oh, so, man. best line in the show for me. Best line. <laughs> so that's my favourite Seymour bit. My favourite Cleves bit is uh, um, I think it's the very top of her monologue. So like the lights come up, and I I don't know if we're sensing a running theme here, but I really like to milk stuff. So if I think something's going to be a little bit funny, I will go hard on it. So comedy lessons with Jen. Um, but I, I literally sit up and I like do like a really wistful look to the audience. And I'm like, oh, I guess you already know what happened next. And it, it seems to work. Uh, but I really love doing that. I'm seems proper milking that whole monologue. People laugh. I don't know. Uh, my favourite bit is Howard is her entire monologue. And oh. I do a little, I, the first, I remember the first time I did it in London, Let me guess, actually. milk it? Of course I do, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. But like, I, I remember the first time I did it in London and Courtney Bowman nearly did a wee because she was laughing so hard. And I was like, this is what I need in my life. It was the whole bit where she's like, um, where she goes, and Jane, you know, dying of natural causes. When will justice be served? And then I I just walk past Pa and just go on surviving. But it was very funny. Very funny. I don't know about Pa. 
I don't know. I don't. Pa's a really weird character. Like, she... I think if you're not naturally a Pa, yeah, it's a really tricky one to to play. Yeah, I think, and I'm not naturally a Pa and at like, all. The start of her song, like having to just pick your note out of thin air and be happy with it, like, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all those pars out there. Like shout out to any par because I mean if you're naturally if you're naturally a par, then I'm sure it's very easy, but I find it super hard. Yeah. To do par because she's not she's not funny. There's nothing I can milk here. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? She's too serious for Jeff. She's too serious. I can't milk anything. (laughs) I can't I try and find the the humour, but crikey. No. Anyway. Anyway. Well, Queens, you've you've sat through <laughs> an hour and a half of me and Jen. Is it been an hour and a half? Hour and a half, Jen. <gasps> I talk too much. Yes. I'm so sorry. No, it got to a point where I was like, I'm just going to let this run because this is amazing. And that is why we have two parts. So, yeah, you've made it to the end of the second part. Um, you know what comes up now? I can't so believe we're having it in two parts. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the first two-part episode, so you can hold that crown forever too. Yeah, I can only apologise. <laughs> it's been it's been educational. We've done geography, <laughs> health, lighting, theatre nerding, <laughs> otters over giraffes. Horoscope. Yeah, that was. We're all. Yeah. <laughs> We've been going for 85 years. <laughs> We have. It's been 84 years. It's like Titanic, isn't it? David Edinburgh voiceover. Here we see a Jen and Josh <laughs> in their natural habitat. <laughs> Talking absolute nonsense for an hour and a half. Here they go down another rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to stop. Stop. Guys, guys, all right. Calm. And center. If you want to follow Jen on any social medias, her links will be down below. You know where you can find me. That is Oz Queenan and the Queen Cast on all social medias. I'm doing this with really fierce hands right now. Yeah, yeah. I love it. You're fabulous. Oh, Come on. Get it. Um, get it. You guys have known this for a while now, but we've got the merch line out. Um, so make sure you're checking out thequeendomonline.com forward slash shop for all those queen vibes. We've got the teal for you, Jen, as well. I'll, <gasps> I'll send you the link later. Um, Please do. We've got teal. You. That wraps things up. But Jen, before we go, one, yes. one last question. Oh, God. Quarantine shut things down. Yeah. Been, been away from the girls for a while. It hurts my heart. What is the biggest thing you miss? About six. The people and laughing with the people. Yeah. Happiness. Every day. Joy. Happiness. Yes. Queens, thank you for sticking through it. It has been a <laughs> but I think it's been a good one. And it's one we needed to have. I think it's I've enjoyed it. One we needed to have. And uh you know you'll find us here next week. Um we will have someone different next week. It won't be Jen's voice two weeks in a row. That's a sad face. But, that is um, a sad face, but probably not for you guys. I think you've had <laughs> enough of it, if I'm honest. <laughs> I've had enough of my own voice. But Queens, that wraps us up. Thank you for coming and hanging out, Jen. Thank you for coming and hanging out. We love you. And uh, Queens, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. I love you.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.